Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Josh Pastor is a college basketball analyst for the following organization. Field of 68, ESPN, Peacock, former Memphis basketball coach, former Georgia Tech coach, former Houston Hoops coach, all-around great man, joins us now. What's up, coach? What's up, John? Good to, good to have you. Good to be with you. And you forgot one, CBS Sports Network. I'm oh, on my God, well CBS Sports Network. You're exactly, am, I jo- am I joining your show or are you joining mine at this point? You know, I, it's really no, any- it's an honor to be with both of you guys. You know that anytime I get a chance to talk to you both, it's a true honor. Well, we had you on. Uh, I don't know, probably in the middle of the summer or something like that. I, there was a reason. I, I can't remember what it was, but we were talking about you know your media career at that time. You had just you know uh, ended things with Georgia Tech, and you kind of like talked around it. But we could all kind of we could all figure out where it was going. And now, as you mentioned, you have you have you have more jobs than I do. Um, and do you like it? Do you find yourself enjoying the media side of this? I've loved it, and I have, look, a couple things. Number one is um, I've loved every second of it. I have a tr- I've always had great respect for the media, but I even have a greater uh, respect and a different outlook on it uh, than even when I was coaching. And I would tell you that, you know, um, you know, you guys have a job to do, and I see you guys, all of us, you know, me now, I'm in the media, have a job to do, and 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 we, you know, when you're coaching, I and I rarely ever took things personal, but you know, you people, the new terminology now is you want to keep receipts or this or that. People to say those type of things, you know, because they want to throw it back into the media's way when, when, when maybe they, you know, they don't agree with, uh, uh, you know, something about the performance. But I would say, look, it's the media's job to call balls and strikes. I really being on this side of it, it's. No one's taking anything. No one's taking any personal attacks. Obviously, you're, no one's cr- going to cross that line and make anything personal. But it is their responsibility um, to the fans and to their employers. Um, uh, you know that they tell like it is. And if you're playing well, they're going to say you're playing well. If you're not playing well, it's their job to to say they're not playing well. So I, I have a better understanding of that and appreciation of it. Look, nobody likes to say. You're not playing well, and or you're not coaching well, or you haven't got enough good players. The team hasn't progressed under your leadership, or whatever. May we've all been encountered when you're coaching. Um, but I've learned, and you as when as coaches, you know, you take that personal. You 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 don't you don't take it professionally. You take it personally because mm. you 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 feel like it's right. a shot at your character when really sure. it's 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 talking about your performance of your job. And so I've learned on being on this side. 
that nobody in there is taking anything. It's not a personal. You don't have to agree with everything, and yes. you can have back and forth banter, but it's not personal. And that's the big thing. If I if I was to educate coaches now, being on this side, uh, on that one part of it. With that being said, though, it's still it's still hard, right? I mean, because well, of course, it, it, is. It, it, of course it, it, it coaching is a is a profession. I feel like that it is professional, but it takes so much of you that it is personal. No, well, well, what I'm saying is it is yeah. a personal job. Because- it's not like an insult, but I'm just saying that's why you interpret it that way because I'm pouring every everything I have into doing well in this job, and you're and you're saying I can't do it. That that's correct, and 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 you're right, and 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 you're pouring everything into it. And most people, you know, majority of people pour everything into their jobs. It just ninety nine percent of jobs just not are not in a public forum. That's just the, the most of them are, are behind the scenes where everyone sees. But, the you know, most people are pouring everything they have into their jobs. So, you're, and that's a great point, John. I mean, you do take it, even though they're, they might be criticizing the performance, people take it personal. Look, it's just like when you do with the players. You know, when I was coaching, you know, when you're coaching and you're getting on a, a student athlete, getting on a player, you know, you're just you're ta- you're, you're 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 talking and trying to correct their performance. They can take it personal that you're and and you know that's uh, they don't like that. They, uh, guys at times might not like that because they take it personal. So those are the type of things. But but you know, look, I mean, I still think coaching is one of the great professions, and it's and there's nothing like sports. People love sports, and and it gives p- people a chance to 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 have you know banter. Um, about their team that they love, and there's no and in college sports, as you guys know, people love their team, especially in Memphis. You know, I understand it. They love their basketball team there. They love basketball. They love the Tigers, and and people are passionate about it. What have you thought, Coach, from from watching from afar? What have you thought about this, this Memphis basketball season? And 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 I'll, I'll just tell you kind of what we've been saying here a little bit. John and I have had a hard time wrapping our heads around it because at one point. I mean, right, you shake off the, the Villanova and Ole Miss losses, you win 10 in a row, you rise up to number 10 in the country, and it really looks like, Coach, like a number 10 team ranked in the country. I mean, they were playing that well, and then you see them get into conference play, and uh, yes, a couple of them are close, they find ways to win, but eventually the wheels sort of come off, they lose four straight, have found a way here to put together two in a row. Just what have you thought about the way this season has gone, and, and I guess what's, what's left of it for, for Memphis and, and sort of salvaging this at this point? Yeah, I think a couple things. I think a couple things on that. First of all, I think for Memphis, um, I think I, look they, the beginning of the year they started off so well, and there's no denying how good they were. Or you know, or when I get that middle stretch when they had won, you know, ten in a row, and and um, 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 and so I just thought they were. I thought they were absolutely terrific. And you look at some of their wins, John and Jason. They had high, big time, big time wins. I was in studio on Saturday, and in ESPN uh, this past Saturday, and Memphis. You know, Memphis was playing um, Wichita State, mm-hmm. and Memphis was down. And there's about six minutes to go, five minutes to go, four minutes. And I knew, and I, and I, and I told them there in the studio. I said, and it wasn't on air. I just told them off air. I said, man, I know exactly. I think I know if Penny's because I know how I would feel when I was coaching at Memphis. The pressure surrounding that game. You're, and you're like Wichita State. What's the pressure? Yep. I said, you don't understand. Being in that city, like you, like they've just lost a couple in the in a row. Like, it, like it will be a complete. 
there'll be a lot of criticism and and you know you know and a lot of intensity if they don't win this game. And I said I I know I, I said I don't care how much money or success Penny has had in the NBA and everything else and and like I know what he's feeling in his stomach. And David Jones made some incredible plays that probably saved the season right there because, you know, you lose against Wichita State, nothing against Wichita State. I think Paul Mills is a good coach, and they're going to get it going, but this year they're just their metrics, are they're, they're not winning. So Memphis could not afford that based on considering what happened on their previous losses. They had to win that game, and David Jones saved the season there with a couple of the shots late in, the, in that game, obviously. And I think that saved the season. Now, what I would tell you is I don't think Memphis is – out of the woods. They, they took care of business yesterday right. versus Temple. They had to do that. and and But they're still on the outside looking in. Now, because of the way Virginia's playing now, like that's now looked at as a big time. I mean, that changes the dynamics of the way they're playing. Uh, you look Clemson. They beat Clemson. You know, I mean, that's looked at as a different win now. And so, as those type of teams get going, Memphis just, they, they, they're going to have to win They've got to take care of business who they've got to take care of business. They need to probably get on a hot streak. But they are a dangerous team. There's no denying it. And I'm a fan of Penny. I think Penny's done a great job. I, 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 I know things have not been, you know, I, and again, I'm not there, but I think with Tomlin, who's very talented, and he had a big game last night, I wonder if when he came in at mid-year, did that, you know, was there chemistry? Did it did it work? Was there some things that that maybe you know got him off a of rhythm on the rhythm that they were in? I don't know. Tom was a heck of a player. Right. I'm just saying in basketball, such with momentum and everything, they had such great momentum. Now, obviously, they lost Caleb Mills to injury. Does that affect things? Mm-hmm. You know, I thought last night Penny played less guys. He didn't play as many guys as he has in the past. You know, so. Look, Penny's, Penny will have it figured out. I still think they're a dangerous team. If they can get in the tournament, they've got, they're, they're an older group. They're talented. They're just going to have to get on a hot streak here to kind of make up for that, 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 that stretch over the last you know, kind of two weeks prior to the, these last two games. We're talking to Josh Pastor, uh, college basketball analyst, CBS. Do you guys Sports. agree on? Do you guys agree on that assessment? Again? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I mean, just... I, I, I do. Of course, we do. I mean, they have the talent. It's just the, it's, it's getting in now. It, exactly, it's, 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 it's putting together, stacking enough wins that you get in, and, yeah, right? And, so you can be and and, dangerous. The, and and the follow is, you know, your most successful regular season far and away because you know you I think there is there should be a little bit of empathy for Penny from you because as someone who when he was at Memphis had some crazy ass substitution patterns in his day no one should relate to this more but your but your most successful regular season was 13-14 when you're only playing seven guys like that's not a coincidence is it no I I, look you don't and again, every coach does it differently. I, like Leonard Hamilton at Florida State plays 10, 11, 12 guys. And well, he's like, what, uh, 10 games under 500? I mean, he well, stinks. I, well, you, you look over the course of his career, he's been pretty successful. I, yes, he's, he's a little up and down this year, but, but over the course, he's been very successful. And Penny's been very successful. You look at the level that he's recruited at, and, and that's my. this is what I would say. He's recruited at such a high level. I mean, I, I actually think... And, and I don't know if you guys would agree with me in this. I think Penny Hardaway has recruited a higher level than Coach Calipari at when, while he's at Memphis, while Coach Cal was at Memphis. That didn't mean that Coach Coach Cal recruited great players, but and obviously he, 
their team and the job that he does speaks for itself. I, at some point, I think. Well, you you recruited better than Cal. If we're going to go that route, I mean, you're well, no, but 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 no, but 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 let me say this. And I do think eventually there needs to be a statue built of John Calipari. You know, they they put a statue of Nick Saban. They'll, they'll eventually put a statue of Nick not Saban. Not in Memphis, man. Hey, Come on, they they need not in Memphis. Can't do it here. At some point, yeah. at some point, they need to do that. I, I really believe the success that he had. He should. They should build a statue. I sell that to, anyway. Let me <laughs> just say crazy. this. I think. I do think Penny has has recruited better than anyone. Met. You look at the the accumulation of the, the level of all star talent that he's gotten. So I would say in Penny's defense, it's not as easy not to play all those guys because when you're you're signing those guys, I mean it's hard not to play them. And so if if, if anything, Penny might want to say, Hey, do I want to? Sign, you know, ten, eleven. These maybe I just need seven or eight. But when you get, you start getting ten or eleven. You want to play everybody. It's not as easy not to play everybody because right. you have. It's just hard when you're getting that type of talent that Penny's getting, and and um, so that's where I think in defense of Penny, where it makes it where where it's just a it's a tougher deal because he's recruiting at such. I mean, he's he's at the same level of recruiting of the Dukes and the Carolinas when when Penny Hardaway and Memphis walk into a to an elite prospect. I mean, they can beat anybody. Kansas, Duke, Kentucky—it doesn't matter. They're at that level recruiting. So, but I understand, you know, fans, media—they're going to want to see it, you know, trans—you know, translate onto the floor with with deep runs. Um, this one's a little bit off the beaten path, but I'm so curious in terms of what your advice to him would be. He was one, at one time signed to come to Memphis. We've seen what happened with Mikey Williams and the off the court stuff. Uh, right where again Memphis has got him in there. Actually, they Memphis was prepared to. Uh, it looked like wait and then admit him the next year. But Mikey wanted to get the career going. You know, obviously commits to 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 what UCF and and for now uh, not going to play. I'm just curious, coach. You know, a guy that's been around high level talent. What you would advise a uh, Mikey Williams to do? It feels like it's all being wasted right now. Yeah, I mean, look, he's got obviously a lot of you know. I guess he got you know the legal stuff. He is very talented. Um, he's a high level, of, you know, basketball player. Uh, but you know, I, you got all that stuff kind of, you know, on your shoulders with the legal issues. You, get, you know, you want to get that kind of behind you. But I, my advice is, he needs to play. And if I was advising him, get somewhere where he's going to play. So if, if it's Central Florida or wherever, just getting on the floor is the whole entire deal. I mean, just getting out there and playing is is what he's got to do because as each year goes by and he doesn't play, yep. it, it 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 really sets him back for as in terms of a, it, which his eventual goal is to be a pro. Uh, you know, he's not getting seen and he's losing, you know, some of the luster the the, no the, the luster of the of that. So I think whatever he's got to do, I don't care if it's even a small division one, division two, he's got to play. Playing is the whole thing. Getting on the floor and getting going because. You'll start getting rusty and not having that game experience, and you really set yourself behind. Yeah. Uh, hey. Uh, now tell me, guys, why? Why? I I really and I say this, like, like I, I do think they should be. And I know people are upset at Coach Cal when he left to Kentucky. Yeah, they're, they're not building a statue of John Calipari in Memphis. Are you crazy? Are you I insane? don't see why not. I mean, why? Jason, do you disagree, Jason? Well, I mean, he the coach, he, he lost in the championship game. It'd be different if he'd won the thing. And then you got to take into account the way he left, man. You know what I'm saying? How you come build it. And how folks you come build it. it. You come build it with well, your own hands, and we can have it. <laughs> Fair enough. But, well, listen, and I will say this also with, with, with Coach Hardaway, with Penny. Um, the, the other thing is 
is there's, you know, and I know people, you know, I don't know exactly their shooter not shooting numbers off, the, and I know during that stretch they weren't shooting well. But defensively, his teams have always been really, really good defensively. And when you look at teams that guard, that play really good defense, you know, that's a direct reflection on the coach because defense is about effort. Um, and I know, look, when I was there at Memphis, people would get on me about different things here and there, but I always was, you know, I always made sure we noted about our assist on made field goals and the way we shared the ball, but also how we defended and rebounded. We were always in a high level on that because I thought that was always a, a direct reflection on how hard you played. And Penny's teams play hard. I mean, those guys defend defensively. They're hard to score on, which is a credit to, to, to Penny and, and him having his guys always play hard. I know there's been some tough losses. That, that Those are not easy. I get it. But they're the type of team that can turn it around quickly, and if they turn it around, get on a lot of wins, get into the tournament, they can make a deep run. All right, last thing. Uh, I, I My sons do any day now, as you know, uh, and his name is Dominic. Not named after Dominic Woodson or Dominic McGee, but of the two Dominics that you recruited at Memphis, who uh, whose recruitment was wilder, McGee or Woodson? Well, w- w- probably w- Woodson because – and, and – and, you know, Woodson had some stuff, if you remember, like Jason was just talking about Mikey Williams. I mean, Dominic had some stuff, but yes. I believed in giving guys second chances, third chances. Um, and so Dominic, and he, as big of a guy that he was, he was, a, he was as sweet of a young man as, as you could imagine. And he was talented in some areas. Um, he was really talented. His whole thing was he just needed to get in shape. Exactly right. In, I, I'll never forget me. there was one game where he went coast to coast. <laughs> And that was yep. the last time we saw him. Uh, and I, I, that was it. <laughs> that was his career. <laughs> you know, listen, you know, and I've said this, guys. I've said this publicly. I, when I look back at my seven years as a head coach at Memphis, I loved it. I went, if I knew what I knew now, as, and I know that's just, we, we all could say that in life, if we knew what we knew now going back the years. But I, I, there's things I wish I knew now as in terms of, like, some things offensively that I've, that, that I've, just have such strong convictions on offensively and a couple things. I wish I would, if I could go back, as much as we won, I really think, you know, I, a couple of our teams would have had a real shot of, of, of going to the Final Four and making deep runs and winning more games in the, in the early part of the non-conference schedule. And, you know, and, and so, you know, as much as I, I think about that, at, 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 you know, a lot of times, and, again, we did a lot of good but I think there are some chances there. I mean, look, to go eight, you know, you talk, you know, to go undefeated in a, in a league is in a, in a in a conference is 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 so hard to do to win true home and road games, then win the conference tournament. So there's a lot of good that we did, but I think we could even take it to another level if I knew what I knew today on a couple things that I think would even made our team that much better. But that's part of. Of, of growing and learning as well, too. How close were you to hiring Sanderson there at the end, Coach? Remember that whole, oh, Josh got to get an X's and O's guy. And I, and I was reminded the other day, I was talking, because I've kind of I've kind of characterized it. So, man, Josh was just stubborn, man. He wouldn't go get that X's and O's guy because he wanted to prove that Coggins Cog- didn't need it, right, that Coggins was wrong, who everybody else, all, the whole town was saying it, Coach. But it was brought up to me that you did have Sanderson in there all around that program there late and that you were thinking about doing it with him. And that, you know, then at that point, Keelan had to come in. So were you close? Was well, Sanderson going to be the I, guy? Was I, that, mean, is I, that... was, I mean, 
listen, with all due respect, I mean, I, I, I mean, you look, Jeff, Jeff, and who, who I, it wasn't who just I Jeff. I just used him because no, he was right. right. There's, right. A lot, the there's a lot city. of people. I mean, right. there's a lot of city, the whole entire city, and right. so, uh, and probably you know, Jeff and I would talk about it more in a public way, but. Um, um, you know, I was, and I thought Coach Sanderson was a really good coach. He did a really good job at Lipscomb. You know, I, I was thinking more of it at the time um, of I, I was considering Coach Sanderson and and, and 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 some others as well too. It was just more at the time that you know I, I really put a lot of emphasis on the recruiting aspect. Had a chance, and I and, and Keelan, who's a friend, and and. And and so and Keelan was a was a good basketball well, and so got you more coach. more players than maybe some other of your assistants did too. Well, I'd he, say he, on Keelan, he, he, you had to make got, that hire. I mean, I mean, those two his two boys were outstanding. I wish I got to continue to stay with with them and and because those two, his two boys, you know, KJ and Dedrick were, were outstanding basketball players. And I didn't get a real chance with KJ because his foot was hurting all the time. That's and right. and Dedrick Dedrick was a stud. So Ooh. I would have liked to have had a chance to stay with those guys another year. Or two, because who knows what would have happened? Because we had Charlie Moore coming in, we, you know, Markel Crawford back. We had a good. I, I really liked our group. There was a guy or two we would have gotten in the spring as well too. Uh, and then obviously the Georgia Tech job opened, and I just thought it was the right time. Uh, that all being said, um, I, I you know I appreciate everyone that worked for me there because you know we were all in it together. And and like I said, it was it was a. It's, it's, I, I loved. I, I really loved my time, and if I there are some things I would have liked to have done better. If I knew what I knew now, I you know on the court with some things offensively, maybe that would have even made us much more even dangerous and much like I said, have won more games than we did. And you know, but we won a lot. But that's just part of as you look back and continue to grow, you, you, you see well, some of those things. So happily, if I get another head job, I'll keep. I'll be hopefully continue to be better than than I was in my last two stops. Let's hope so. No, I'm just kidding, Josh. You're the best. You're the best, man. Okay. Hey. You know how we feel about hey, you, brother. I'm in the media now. You, I want to, you, I can, you know, it's okay. I don't take it personal. I don't take it personal anymore. Hey, man, appreciate catching Good up man, as brother. always, man. Have a great weekend. Appreciate you, Coach. You guys are the best. I appreciate you guys. Good luck with your wife, John. I, I, make sure you you right there, and don't let don't let your son come out on Super Bowl Sunday. You got to be able to watch the game. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like doing rain dances. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. do it. Don't do yeah. it, DJ. Stay on in there, brother. It's warm. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you, coach. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, bye. Yep. bye. Yeah, Josh Passner, Phil uh, sixty eight, CBS Sports, ESPN, Peacock. He's everywhere. Bro's everywhere. He's probably making as much as he's making coaching with all these different jobs. So that's why he's like he's just. Doodly doodly doodly. Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's like, hey, it's kind of nice on this side, huh? Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, we'll come back, wrap this up on a Friday. Jason and John are trying to have ESPN. Going to do it for us today. Uh, thanks, of course, to Josh Pastor for joining us on the show. I hope everybody has a fun weekend. Yes. Get your props Good in. Good luck. Uh, Good luck to all betters. Adam Chernoff from Right Angle Sports. He has three that he said he likes. Under 13 and a half, Brock Purdy rushing yards. Under 16.5, Isaiah Pacheco rushing attempts. And then over 8.5 tackles and assists for Nick Bolton. Okay, those are specific. That's what he likes. So, get you out of here, hopefully on a winning note. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Gene, I know Jeff, you're up next. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.